You know, I can't think of an industry that is more suited for proper goal setting than being a healthcare traveler. I mean, it's important in life regardless, but when it comes to your career, the things that you want to accomplish financially, professionally, whether it's uh, personally, I guess we could go into that route, health-wise, all that stuff, there really isn't a career you could choose that is more suited and will be benefited by setting goals. So we're going to talk about that today on this week's edition of Travel Evolved. It's Travel Evolved. Welcome to the episode, everyone. I am your host of the episode. Let me do the professional baloney paper paper shovel. Show how I came and talk. Paper shuffle that they do on new shows. I'm Mark Holloway. Welcome to Travel Evolved, everyone. Episode 54, Setting Goals. So like I said in the intro a few minutes back, I, you guys really are... Sp- it should be really important to you to start thinking about setting goals. And a lot of people don't even talk about goals. They don't think about them. Most people, I would think, you know, you might have some mental goals in your life, in your head, that you kind of want to accomplish. But that's what really we're going to talk about today is that there's a huge, incredibly huge difference between I kind of want to do this or I've got this in mind that I want to get this accomplished and actually writing down and purposefully looking at achieving certain goals in your life. It's, it's, there's a huge statistic, and you should look it up, and I probably should have before I did this episode, that would have been professional and good, that talks about how many more people actually accomplish the things they want to in life by actually setting goals over those people that don't set any kind of goal for themselves. So today we're going to talk a lot extensively about goal setting. I'm a big believer in this. I, I, I've kind of, I would say the last probably two decades I have really ran my life, uh, everything about my life has kind of been ran through goal setting. And I find personally that it really does help me achieve those goals. Um, I mean, I think you can achieve them without. I think many people can. But like I said, it is an overwhelming majority of people that actually achieve their goals when they actually have them, they've got them in mind. We're going to talk about how to set those goals today and kind of get into some details. So as always... We are back, as you know, on season number two. Got some really fun stuff planned. I don't know if we're going to get one more episode accomplished here uh, in Denver before we start filming the rest of these out on the West Coast, which is always kind of fun. Um, It's a little more laid-back vibe, and I know that sounds cliche, but it really is. And we've got some episodes that are, um, I think, kind of geared at that as well. Really cool guests lined up. 
I'm really excited about a lot of these topics we're going to be doing. And um, I've had some new topic um, suggestions, quite a few of them. So we've kind of put them in based upon what our original outline was. And um, we're going to kind of, I guess, infuse those to get some kind of current events, some things that are happening right now, which are always user-suggested, which I really do appreciate, and um, you know, infuse those with what we've already planned. So on that note, thank you all for reaching out and letting me know, um, I guess, that A, you're listening, you're watching, that you appreciate what we're doing. Um, not everyone has to, but those of you that have actually reached out to me and said how, how much this is helping, that goes a long way. Yeah, there are times where we're like, oh, do we have time to do this? But yes, we are committed to at least two more, probably three more seasons for sure, which means up to 200 episodes. And then we'll see how life begins. I'm actually hoping my life will get a little simpler and not quite as hectic that I'll be able to continue this. And, and you know, we're going to run out of, you know, I guess you'd say hardcore mainstream topics that are, you know, travel healthcare 101. But again, that's why I want to get these newer episodes in there more timely that you guys are suggesting because I do believe that there's almost an infinite number of topics we can talk about, especially when it comes to guests and that sort of thing. So I'm really excited uh, to continue down this road. Also, I did say, and I've told you guys this many times, um, we are going to start talking about the formation of a, of a new company. Uh, again, I do not want to turn this into a commercial for that company, but I do think it's kind of interesting for those of you even if you're not interested in starting your own company, but just to say, I think it's going to help the industry again. Our whole point of Travel Evolves is to do things that kind of help everybody. And I do believe you guys are the focus of that. I think the more knowledgeable you are, the better off everybody in the cog is based upon how good of a traveler you guys are. I really believe that. The smarter you are with the numbers, the more hip you are with and savvy you are with the way to travel properly from your peers and from what you hear and learn through the experience in the School of Hard Knocks. All that helps the industry. And I do believe that kind of understanding, I think the day in and day outs of an agency, even not a unique one like the one that I'm running, is still going to give you guys some clarity, uh, maybe some empathy towards what it's like to be on an industry. And again, I, we, I think the misnomer is that if an agency just is there to make money, then they're the evil empire. And I think we can get rid of some of those stigmas and say, you know, we're part of the cog. It's necessary. I know for blaming you guys, it's kind of that necessary evil, but it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be, and that's what we're trying to fix and change. But if, in fact, we're, we exist to do that payroll floating I oftentimes talk about here, which I still believe is the number one benefit that we bring to the table, then that's that's an important cog. It's one that you cannot really be bypassed unless you recreated the entire um, the entire process, which, again, some companies, and, and you know, like the one I'm involved in, are really working hard to change and to make things a little bit different, a little bit better. I do believe heavily. I don't believe, I know. <laughs> I know that travel healthcare is going to drastically change in the next five years. And I'd like to be part of that catalyst of having that happen. I'm not the only one, by the way. I'm not the only one with some new ideas and some, some thoughts that the way things are done right now don't make a lot of sense. They actually cost you money as a traveler or they keep money out of your pocket, which I've always said is the main reason that, that it needs to be fixed because the ones doing the heavy lifting should be making more of the pie, so to speak. And because of just the way the system is and the processes in which agency engage in, it doesn't always allow them to pay as much as they would maybe like or as much as they should. So I'm not the only one that's thinking in those lines. Um, but it, so far it seems like 
I'm the only one that's thinking that way um, that's also bringing some experience to the table. There's a lot of new ideas out there, but they seem to be sometimes not falling on the right shoulders because they're coming from someone that came from outside of the industry and has no idea how travelers work, think, and tick. And you guys work, think, and tick differently as any than any other type of business. It's a totally different business acumen, and some people learn that the hard way. So at any rate, we're going to delve into that a lot this summer. We're going to start talking about... I mean, everything from my history, mistakes I've made, uh, some, some things that, that, um, that I've learned, some processes, and we're going to have some honest discussions about that sort of thing because I want to make sure that, uh, that, that I'm talking about things that really are accurate and some things that are inaccurate are being addressed, but also where the industry is kind of heading and how we are taking, I think, charge of creating something that is going to be really fun and unique. And that's why I'm having so much fun, and I am having a blast it's been a lot of hard work, but I have had more fun in this industry literally in the last two years than I ever did previously because I'm excited about the industry again. And you guys should be too. It may mean a little bit of a leap of faith. It may mean some trying something that's a little bit uncomfortable, but you're going to whether you want to or not because the other options are not going to be there anymore um, for the way things are done. They just aren't. It just is. It's natural and it's the way things progress and the way things evolve. So. There's my little teaser for today on this, but let's get back to goal setting because this is this is a great one. I mean, I just think that this is one of those episodes you really need to concentrate and focus on periodically throughout your travel career and every so often you need to address these. I really want you guys, I know this is going to sound silly, but I want you to somehow document your goals. Write them down. Put them on a marker board. Put them in a notebook if you're traveling. Put them on your phone. Put it in your calendar if you if you use a calendar that you, that you look at frequently so you can see how am I doing my goals. We're going to talk about some measurable things today that really help you obtain your goals and make them viable and reasonable. So those are the things we're going to discuss. But as weird as it sounds, and as, as old school and non-techno as it sounds, I do want somehow for you to put some things down today. And I'm going to ask you to do that repeatedly going forward on some other episodes. I'm going to say, don't forget to look and check your goals. So, first of all, why should you set a goal? Let's just start off with that big question. And I've already addressed the fact that because you seem to accomplish things that you want in your life more, but goals are, I mean, they're like we're going to talk here today, they're measurable things. I mean, let's talk about some types of goals, I guess, before we talk about why you should set them. First and foremost, as a traveler, I would think that you guys would have some sort of both short-term and long-term financial goal or goals. Those things could exi- could consist of, hey, I want to make this much annually this, this year in 20, in this case, 2022. Or maybe your year is more fiscal and you go from you know July 1st to June 30th of the following year. Whatever your year is, I would imagine most of you guys have some sort of number in mind that you want to make. And I know that it was probably escalated last year, and I hope you accomplished those while you had an opportunity to. I hope you really shot for the stars, and I hope you found them and wrestled and got them in and, and put those in your piggy bank and, and saved that money. But now I want you to look at what do I really not only need to, but what do I want to make for the rest of this year? Now, this year is almost half over. So part of what we're going to talk about is that you should be theoretically potentially halfway to that financial goal. Now, you also should have goals of when do I want to be done with either traveling or be done with health care and actually be retiring. You could retire as a traveler. 
and not necessarily be retiring as a healthcare professional. So that could be one of your goals. I want to make a bunch of money for a certain amount of years, and I want to settle down in either a place I've found or back where I really want to be with a little bit more money in my bank. That's a more longer-term goal. It could also be when you want to retire. I want to retire you know, in 10 years, in five years, I want to retire at a certain level. So we could also be talking about, I need to make X amount of dollars a year for the next X amount of years in order for me to accomplish my long-term retirement goal. So I would imagine financially, again, most of you guys probably have something in your head. I want you to actually sit there and put it down somewhere. There is something very, that's what I'm trying to say. There is something that personalizes and gives you ownership on your own goals when you actually write them down. If you have a business plan, right? Anybody that writes a business plan, the reason that you people write business plans is so that you're held accountable by not only yourself, potential investors, but you go back and look, where am I at on that business plan that I wrote X amount of years ago? That's, I do that, by the way, almost every couple of days. So that's what you should be doing. You should be writing this stuff down. It gives you commitment. It actually makes it more personal. And it actually kind of, you know, you buy into your own goals. All right, I want to have, we'll just throw it out there. I want to have a half a million dollars in the bank in 10 years as a traveler. Well, that means I've got to really pay attention, treat this like a career, and treat this like a business entity, which means I've got to get high wages and have low expenses while I'm on the road so I can be banking more of my money. I actually have to research and make sure that I'm investigating what housing and what is going to cost me if, in fact, it is a place I'm going that's, that's not going to be a, a two- or three-night hotel room and back home. If it's far enough away, am I just looking at the bottom line that a company's presented to me as far as what my gross weekly is going to be? Have I investigated what the costs are going to be? So all that goes into it. But if you had that goal, you now say, okay... I want to see where I'm at. I want to be able to have that financial goal in this case be something that we can start to look at. So most of you probably have something in mind that is financial. I want you to make it finite, and I'm going to show you how here in a little bit. You may have some location or some adventure type goals in mind that aren't part of the dollars you want to make. You may really want to go to, I'll use Alaska as an example. I've always wanted to go there. I'm trying to find the right time when the money and my schedule and my getting licensed up there, all that stuff, all comes into, into play. Those things should be written down, and you should not forget them. It's not a bucket list thing. It is part of the reason why you decided to travel. So whether it's a certain you know location that you're saying, I want to find my forever home, or I want to find a potential place where I want to move to next permanently, or maybe I want to retire there, and that's one of my goals for being a traveler is to start to look at locations to maybe it's just to see the country. Maybe I want to have an assignment in every, you know, part of the country if there is such a thing. Every every, you know, the southeast, the northeast, the, the you know, the Midwest. I want to have something in the Pacific Northwest. All those things could come into play and be a goal. Write them down. And let's start looking at where you are and accomplishing those goals. It could be health and what are we talking about? Mental, physical health. You know, it could be something habitual. I want to cut out sugar, right? Great one. I want to cut out sugar in my diet. I want to I want to get into shape. I want to lose some weight. I want to get a little bit more mentally healthy. I want to become, you know, more educated. I want to read. All of these things are all measurable and great goals. And like I said, I've always said this, really lend themselves potentially to a traveler because you guys have some opportunities to do some things uniquely in your life that other people don't, provided you focus on them. And health is one of those things, for sure. 
you can focus on your mental health, your physical health as a traveler, or you can ignore it and it can really go south. And I know you guys know people that have done both of those things. And hopefully you're the one that's that's moving more towards you know, improving and not just using travel as an excuse to eat poorly, to not to not read. I don't have time, I'm burnt out, I don't wanna I don't wanna you know further my education or all that sort of thing. So those are all incredibly important in different varieties of, of setting of, of goal setting, so to speak. So why do you want to set them? Well, we like to talk about as you start setting goals, you're gonna start notching them off. We're gonna talk about both a you know an, a MIG goal here in a minute, which is what I call the most important goals. And we're gonna talk about some sub goals or smaller goals that should kind of incorporate and move you toward that that most important goal or most important goals you have in your life. So if it's to get physically healthy, cutting out sugar might just be one of those little tiny little goals that you have. I did that, by the way. That was something that I did. My doctor told me, you know, you just have that metabolism that, you know, this was many years ago. I think it wasn't many years ago. It was about three or four years ago. And it's time to start taking sugar, cut your sugar down. I said, well, I'm going to do that better than that. I'm going to knock it out completely. I'm not going to have anything sugar. And I went, okay, what did I just sign off on it? But that's the way my brain goes. So... I'll give you guys a little secret. If you crave something with sugar in it, buy something sugar-free because it tastes like garbage. <laughs> and then you'll try it a couple of times and you won't want it anymore and then you just don't have sugar anymore. So it's, it worked for me. I really switched everything to what was going to be sugar-free, including you know, like a sweetener, which I don't like. I'm not a big fan of those kinds of things either. But I used them for a while until I realized I don't even want this anymore. And now I have no sugar cravings. And it didn't take but a couple of months till those were gone. Little secret side note. I don't care if it's smoking. I don't care if it's, you know, cutting out, you know, fried foods or fast foods or anything that you're wanting to do or it's to get into shape and you want to start by just walking and then maybe doing a little bit more. These are all examples of of little small goals that hopefully turn into a big goal of overall in this case overall you know physical health right all right so let's talk about how to um how to set goals the first thing i want to kind of talk about be careful be careful of of setting goals that sounds really weird after we've been talking so positively about how great goals are and all that sort of thing but listen there is a real thing where people can miss set goals they can way overshoot or they can they can set a goal that is completely unrealistic and then it what should be a positive thing turns into a very negative demotivating thing and i'll use my example of let's say you said i want to have two million dollars in the bank i want to do it in five years and and if you start looking at the numbers there's no way you could do that there's no you know you're not making a half a million dollars a year anymore i mean like maybe you could have done it if things would have stayed the way they were for five or six years but we all knew they wouldn't so you, what happens immediately? Well, I've only got five years, so that means I want to have you know a million two fifty every year and put in the bank, and I got to do this and or two. I'm sorry, a quarter million a year every year, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I'm not going to be anywhere near that, and you just stop and you just quit and you give up your goal. I want to lose hundred and fifty pounds. I want to I want to look like you know Arnold Schwarzenegger did back when in, in his day. Realistic, right? If you're my age and you know you don't work out and you're not going to take supplements or steroids, you're not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger did in his heyday. So things like that can become unrealistic and they become your enemy as opposed to being, you know, something that is 
is supposed to help drive you and, and get you moving toward. Because what I always tell you guys is if you swing and miss on a goal, you should swing and miss barely, and you should still go, well, yeah, but look what I actually accomplished. I may have wanted to have a half a million dollars in the bank by the time I retired, and I've got $450,000. So I didn't, I didn't retire now. Didn't quite hit my goal, but so what? Look what I did. I, I came really close. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's what good goal setting should be. So be really, really careful about how you set your goal. And we're going we're gonna to talk about how to do that right now. First and foremost, keep it simple. You guys have all seen the books, Keep It Simple, Stupid, or, or you know, This for Dummies, Piano Playing for Dummies, Guitar for Dummies, Real Estate for Dummies. All this, I mean, there's a, there's a whole bunch. But you've also heard the KISS um, acronym that is Keep It Simple, Stupid. And what I'm going to take is we'll take the stupid off because I don't like it, but we're going to say, keep it simple. A goal of yours should not be convoluted. If you're wanting to retire with a half a million dollars in a bank, it shouldn't be because I want to have X amount of dollars invested in, you know, maybe a startup business. I want to have this much in savings. I want to have this much in an IRAs. I want to have this much going into the market. That's not what you. That's not. A, that's not a simple goal. You want to say I want this amount of money, cash in the bank by this amount of time. It shouldn't be a sliding scale on the time. We'll talk about that here in a second. But it should be really simple. Your goals should not be incredibly convoluted and complicated because they're harder. The more complicated they are, the more challenging they are, and the more harder it is for your brain to process and actually see how am I doing on these. So we'll talk about this a lot today. I want a half a million dollars in the bank. Now, it could be a combination of savings and, and everything else, but that's what you're looking for. Not in stocks, not in this. It's super simple. So maybe it's not a half million, maybe it's a quarter million, maybe it's 200,000. Whatever that figure is, it should be a very simple goal to accomplish. I want to cut out sugar. There's there's no other, there's nothing you know, there's nothing else there. It's not, well, I only want to have sugar with my, when I drink coffee because I can't stand the taste of anything else, but I'm going to cut out desserts. But every once in a while, I can allow myself a snack or something. No, that's not an easy goal to accomplish. It's this is it. I want to lose X amount of pounds by X amount of date. I want to, I want to commit to working out at the gym three or four days a week, maybe five days a week for the next 365 days or, or 52 weeks. That is a goal I'm going to accomplish. I want to read this many novels or this many self-help books over the next 12 months. Simple and accomplishable. That's number one. Makes sense? Like I said a few seconds ago, it, it absolutely should have time association. You don't want to say, I, you know, I want to quit smoking someday soon. That's not an accomplishable goal. I want to quit smoking in three months, in six months. That's accomplishable, which means I know what I need to do in order to be so I am not having any cigarettes or anything in six months. Now, I don't know what that means. I'm not a smoker. But if that means, you know, you've got to, I mean, I've heard people say that they can vape first and that helps. I don't know if that's true. I think it's bad for your lungs. I've heard that sort of thing. I'm certainly not in healthcare. I know that nicotine patches can help. So there may be a process in which you've outlined, hopefully with your doctor, I've said, here's some great steps to take so that you can be completely cigarette-free or smoking-free completely in six months. There. Super easy. It's got a time stamp on it. I want to retire in 10 years completely. I want to be out of travel nursing in five and out of, I'm just using nursing, and out of nursing in 10. I want to be out of travel health allied and out of allied permanently in 10. Those are time-stamped goals. 
if you don't put a time date on it, then then it doesn't. It's there's not there's no there isn't a goal at all. It's just at some point I want to have this much money to make. At some point I want to you know be this healthy. At some point I want to I want to go to Alaska maybe. At some point I want to get there. You're not going to go to Alaska if you don't say I am going to go and take a travel assignment in the next two years, which means the next eight assignments. One of them is going to be in anywhere in the state of Alaska. That's a goal. And you're going to write it down and you're going to see how you're doing on it. And every time you go for an assignment, you're going to look at that and go, hey, what do you have that's Alaska related? Because you're going to start looking for all the recruiters that you're using, hoping that they remember that you're interested in going to Alaska. I'm just going to get my little subtle dings in. All right. Let's talk for a second about the MIG. And I'm talking about the most important goal. And I would say there should be more than one. It should be MIGs. You should have a most important financial goal, a long-term big picture. And it could be a date in which you want to be done and retire. That's a big one. I mean, that is a that is a congratulatory moment when anybody says, I am retiring. You should say, man, I've worked my fanny off my entire career. I am now at a level where I feel I can retire and I'm going to retire now. Unfortunately, the last you know few years, and maybe with, with how things are right now, that may have been elongated for many of you. You may say, "Boy, I really have to stick with it because yeah, things are tougher right now. We've got some inflation going on. You know, maybe the, the what you were counting on as far as the amount of money you were getting paid a couple of years ago or even a few months ago is not there now. So you can, and I'll tell you guys this: you can cheek, tweak and, ch- and change your goals. Um, I almost said cheat your goals, but that's not what I meant to say. Tweak and change your goals as long as it's appropriate based upon, you know, the situation that you're being thrust upon. You may have to have, have surgery. You may have to have to be out of healthcare travel for a number of months. You may have to go take care of somebody. You may have something happen in your life that disrupts your goal. You go back, you reset it, you readjust it, and you go and you move forward on that. So a most important goal, this is the, the big ones, right? This is the big ones that you say, I've got to get... And I'll use financial. I guess they just want to talk about. I've got a certain huge goal I want to have. I want to be able to retire. Maybe incorporate all your goals, right? I want to be healthy, and I want to retire in this location at this particular time with this much money in the bank. That is a wonderful MIG. It's not complicated. They're all very simple things. And now what I want to get at is all of your smaller goals that you have. You can have some that are outside of that. But most of them should be pointing you toward that most important goal. Am I doing something that's going to get me to help me retire at this time frame? Have I even explored this part of the country that I somehow think in my mind I want to retire to? Have I started anything that's going to, is this goal going to help me get healthy so I can live longer and actually achieve that goal and enjoy that time in retirement I want to be there? All of your goals should hopefully, most of them, I shouldn't say all of them, most of them should point toward your most important goal. Like I said, you can have a quick goal. There's a certain car I want to get, or there's, you know, I I, I don't know. I want to I want to help my I want to on the side have me maybe help my 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 kids put a little bit of money down on their house. Okay, that's that's those are great to have. There's nothing wrong with those. But most of your goals should be pointing at your most important goal. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I know I'm going quickly because this is just one of those episodes. I just want I want you guys to refer back to this one every once in a while. And say, let me go back and, and re-hit that one. I know it's hard sometimes when you're looking at a series. I don't know if how many of you guys do this. No one's ever said this. But I think you guys listen and or watch as we do them. But I do want to urge you to, because every once in a while, as you're looking at the list or you're on the channel or you're on the 
the you know on Spotify. Just go back and look at some title and say, you know, I, I could use a refresher on that. Or now that I understand this financial thing, I want to go back and re-listen to company margins. I want to go back and re-listen to the pie. Or whatever episode it is, I think I, I think I'll be able to understand it and I'll, it'll be more, you know, second nature to me now that I've started really, you know, learning my own stuff here on as a traveler and I've also listened to my peers. I've listened to that idiot on Travel Evolved and all those kinds of things. So it all kind of works in, in hand in hand. But this is one of those I do think that you should revisit every so often because I do think that we forget. And if you're not like me and you don't have this as part of your regime every day that you do, then this it should be. I will tell you personally, this really helps. It helps me immensely. And I think, and I've read, that it should help a lot of people. So, all right, here's another thing I want to talk about. A goal should be able to be measurable and you should say, can I tell if I'm winning and I'm accomplishing this goal. That's what I, and, and like we talked about, let's go back to our cigarette smoking example. If your doctor or you have advised yourselves or, or he or she has advised you to have certain steps in which you are going to take in order to quit smoking, for those few of you out there that smoke, you need to say, how am I doing? Am I winning? Am I accomplishing this? You know, I, I don't care if you're working out and God, please don't do this at the gym. But if you're at home and you're, and you're seeing how your progress is going, if you can see results, that's measurable. I can see that I'm, I'm, I'm developing, you know, abdominal muscles, or I can see myself getting stronger. I can, I can actually, I'm lifting more weight, right? Or I can see my bank account. There's actually more money left over there every month than I thought there would be or there was last month. I am moving towards that goal. It is, you got to know if you're winning. I like to say that there's a goal scoreboard. Uh, so I love goals that you can actually see, that you can tell that you're winning. Most goals are. You just have to really focus on whether or not they are. Here's a tough one that I want to bring up, and that is your goal should be motivating. Now, I know it sounds like, well, why wouldn't it, wouldn't it be a goal? Your goal needs to be motivating. If you are not motivated by your own goal, you're not going to accomplish it. Okay, I want to go to the gym every, you know, five days a week for the next 52 weeks. If you know that you're not going to go to the gym five days a week because you don't have the time, you don't have the energy, you don't have the drive, you just, you'll know you'll go there, do it for two or three weeks, and you just won't anymore because that's just who you are. Lower that goal and say, okay, I want to go, at least want to go four times a week. I'm going to try to go five, but I'm going to make myself, oops, I always do that. I'm going to make myself go at least four times a week so I can accomplish that goal. So that is motivating. If it's, it's something you're not going to do, then ignore it. Don't be, don't be worried about it. It's hard to accomplish if you don't decide and commit to your goal. All right, is it measurable? Now, measurable is different than the scoreboard thing I talked about earlier. It's, it's similar, but it's just a slight difference. Scoreboard really lets you know how things are going and, and how you're doing as you're moving into your goal. But goals have to be measurable. So the whole concept itself, meaning that you have to have a measurable goal. In other words, you can't just say, I want to have enough money to retire in five years. That makes sense. You've got to have a measurable amount. What is exactly is it you need? 
Come up with that figure and make sure you know exactly what that figure is. Don't just say, I need to have, I kind of want to get into shape. I want to get into some kind of shape. But what does that mean exactly? Does that mean you want to, you know, look at your, your blood draw when you get a physical and start looking at your actual cholesterol numbers, your sugar levels? Do you want to actually start, you know, physically measuring with calipers, your, your, you know, your, the fat on your body, the muscle on your body? Do you want to start looking at resting heartbeat? Measurable things. Don't just say, I want to, don't, in other words, have it be specific and be measurable in that content. All right. Lastly, I already said this, but I'm going to say it again. I want it to be a realistic goal. This is where you really have to be careful. I know as a, as a, you know, I've ran a number of companies and I remember with a lot of employees, you know, a lot of their goals when you're talking about employee has a lot to do with their finance, especially with recruiters who are based on commission. In other words, they make money as they place you. We all know that. So for a lot of recruiters in this example, their financial goals had a lot to do with how many people they had working for them. How many people they convinced to take an assignment through our company and not through the other 150, 350 companies that are out there. Let's get that in there because I just think that part of our industry is so silly. But anyway, you will, more to come on that. So when I would sit down with recruiters, it was invariable that many of them never had recruited before in their life had no idea they're getting through training we gonna start talking about where they want to be in a couple months and you know what we expected of them and you know in order to still you know maintain a seat so to speak at our company and what they wanted to do and oftentimes their goals were so crazy i'm like you know you, you could do that i guess but you'd be the first recruiter in 20 years that i ever had that actually you know had that kind of number uh, with people Ever. So it wasn't un it was unrealistic, and I always try to sit there and try to walk that fine line to try to keep them motivated because I want them to be motivated, but also not to have them be have their goal be so unrealistic that they immediately got demotivated when they didn't start hitting those numbers one, two, three months into their career with us or their employment with us. So it has to be a realistic goal. I mean, if you've got a certain amount of wealth, you have to you want to be at at a certain particular time. And you're going to only do it through, you know, healthcare travel. Then make sure that goal is realistic. You want to hit that goal, so you have to say, okay, maybe I, I do have this kind of money I want to make, but let's be frank, maybe I can't do that in five years because I've got maybe you know my kids are in college or I've got this I want to pay off or who knows what what your situation is. It may you may realize that's a little unrealistic. I may need to add a couple of years onto that. Or I may need to lower that total figure and figure out how, because if I really do want to retire at this age, I may need to uh, be a little bit more realistic to the level of lifestyle that I want to retire at based upon the amount of income and work that I want to put into and the amount of time I have left or want to continue to work. So all these things come into play. But I guess really what I want you guys to do is, I hope you've heard this, and I hope, again, I'm not the first one. I'm just regurgitating things that, Everybody always talks about. Most of you guys already know all this stuff, and that's what this episode was for, is a lot of these that I do are simply meant to remind you that this really does apply and work really, really well as a healthcare traveler. This is absolutely one of them. This episode right here and this idea of setting a goal and having a goal be something that you really obtain will get you further in your travel career faster than just kind of doing it. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I think if you start to incorporate, in, in, and I would almost recommend you start looking at what is my what are my MIGs, what are my biggest goals I want to accomplish as a healthcare traveler 
and I want to start putting some timelines on those. I want to make them measurable. I want to make them realistic. And then start having these other goals and always say, what can I do? What kind of goals can I start adding to this big goal that will get me there? What kind of things can I start to add? What kind of assignments do I need to take? What kind of monthly or weekly you know, gross do I need to have? And, and what kind of expenses can I incorporate? All of these things will get you to accomplish those goals. And as I said, you guys really are in a position because you have control over the assignments you take, um, how much pain and anguish you want to experience based upon a higher potentially you know, paying assignment based upon why it's paying higher. You guys have a lot of control in your career that many people in their career don't have on a lot of these goals. For some people, you know, I want to make a certain amount of money. You've got to hope that you get promoted or that you, you know, are a great salesperson or that you're, you're, you, know, you start to become accomplished in your field and get accolades. It's not as easy to, especially with financial goals, to move through them. You guys really have a, a stranglehold on exactly how much money you can make and want to make. And sometimes you have to drop down, and that means you just have to work all the harder in the next assignment to get an assignment that hits that financial goal. And these are the kind of things I'm talking about. Start off with how much money do I need to make each year and start thinking about how long do I have until I really want to be done with this and I want to retire. So I guess I really do hope this helps. I hope this gets some of you guys thinking, which is always my goal at Travel Evolved is to get people to start thinking about things that Either you forgot about or you've just kind of put in the back shelf or maybe you've never thought about before. And that's, I hope, what one of this this episode kind of entailed. So, guys, as always, I really hope this was helpful. Keep those comments coming. Keep those instant messages coming through our Facebook group, which, of course, is Travel Evolved. If you haven't joined that, sign up for it. Join there. We're going to put some more uh, good content on that, by the way. We've been kind of, I guess, holding off on some of the things that we're doing there to, to you know, start to, I guess, really talks exclusively about Travel Evolved. We're going to put some, some helpful content from resumes and, and how to how to interview. A lot of things are going to go on there. So if you haven't joined us on Facebook, check out Travel Evolved. Of course, you guys know the YouTube Travel Evolved, podcast Travel Evolved. Subscribe to it because you never know what the next episode is going to be. And i got some really cool stuff coming up. I'll catch you next time on Travel Evolved. 